Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the Drip Poppy, a.k.a. the OK Beast Blessing, Adioye Jr. What was it that Roger's brother called you, the Drip Lord? No, the Drippler. The Drippler. Like that's the Grabbler. Also, then it's just the Drippler because it looks so good. But it doesn't sound as good. It definitely sounds like a venereal disease. I, I do like the Drippler, though. The Drippler's oh. good. I mean, but it's like, Because, like, know. Drip Poppy also sounds like there's something going on with you. That I think you, using it, Drip in general just makes you think of a penis leaking. That is true. I, I tweeted out the other day. I was like, what if there was a fashion clothing podcast? You can steal this if you want to. A fashion clothing podcast called Drip Feed. And then, like, a couple people were like... Uh, there was a couple people who been like, I don't know, drip, drip just as a word, I feel like can sound gross in certain contexts. But I do like drip, drip feed. feed works because you, you get a drip feed of news. And like when, yeah. when drip if, feed of news, I've podcast heard of drip feed. feeds for years and not thought, oh, venereal disease. Okay. Drippler, drip <laughs> poppy. Those definitely sound like, oh, man, got a case of gonorrhea. Yeah, I feel like if somebody calls you drip poppy behind your back, it means that <laughs> there's something going on there. <laughs> it's not a positive. It's not a yeah. positive. What's, what's, going on, what's going on with your PlayStation wrapped? That's what everybody's posting this morning. My PlayStation wrapped, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Is, oh, you're, sorry, your PlayStation wrap up. Wrapped is Spotify's thing. Whatever. You can't call it wrapped. Uh, I was telling you before we went live, you can, of course, go to the PlayStation blog if you need a quick link to get right to it. They have one there for the PlayStation 2022 wrap-up where you can plug in your PSN name and get all your stats and stuff. This is the best it's ever run. Mm. Hats off to PlayStation. I remember the first year they did this only in the UK and everybody tried to reverse engineer to get it and it was just crashing left and right. It all worked today. It all gave some stats. And I'm happy to report blessing that, for me, my number one genre in video games was fighting. And so I'm hoping wow. pretty proud of it. You're, playing of all, you're out there playing Guilty Gear? You playing Street Fighter Six, the beta? No, I I was playing a lot Tekken. of WWE, and so they classified that as a fighting game, which is why Greg Miller's uh, game of the uh, fr- or whatever uh, genre of the year, according to PlayStation, yeah. is in fact fighting. So Welcome to the cool. family. That's huge. Uh, I was ha- I was happy to see that, and of course happy to see that sitting at my number fifth most played game, none other than Ghostbusters: Spirits Unleashed. Re- which I'm no way. About. Uh, Do you have the hours there? Uh, yeah, but it's doing a weird thing now where it's like, oh, here, top games. Uh, so WWE 2K22, I put in 138 hours. Jesus Christ. Logged 138 hours in WWE 2K22. Thanks to you and KFW, ladies and gentlemen. And then for Ghostbusters Spirits Only, she's not outrageous. It's uh, like 30 hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there'll be more. Uh, Wait, they is that these... your number two? Is No, that's my number five. Oh, okay. Number thought... two was Horizon Forbidden West with 58 hours. Okay. Number three was Ragnarok with 49 hours. Number four, motherfuckers, Dying Light 2. Let's stay fucking you. go. Let's fucking Let's go. Let's go. Dying Light 2 was my number five, which I was shocked that it made it in there. Uh, but yeah, shout out Dying Light 2. Also, shout out to that, especially because my last 10 hours of that game, I played on PC. Because if you remember, yeah, my, save, my save got eight. And I had to reach out to the, the uh, devs and publishing team to like get me a save on PC that caught me up. 
Yeah. And so that's not even my full playtime for Dying Light 2, and it still came in, came in at my number five. Uh, but then, yeah, my number one, I had an Elden Ring at 100 hours played, uh, which, funny enough, for that one, I still have so much con- content left in that game sure. to go back and complete. So that's just a large-ass video game right there. Andrew Garfield, uh, I was going to say Garfield, Andrew Goldfarb has, like, over 1,000 hours he's, it, it's in like, Elden Ring. He's he spent, I think I saw it was, like, 1,500 hours playing games on his PS5, and 1,100 of those were just Elden Ring. Which is ridiculous. He was talking about we were talking about it the, um, the other day at, at Game Awards, and he was saying that, like, yeah, dude, I platinum this game on multiple platforms. I went on, uh, like, not, I think he played, I think he completed it on non-PlayStation platforms as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. He, he did uh, PlayStation, I think Steam and Xbox. Ridiculous. Good. God bless him. If he wants to enjoy that, go get him. My main disappointment is, uh, according to this, I earned 870 new trophies in 2022, Blessing. Mm. 870. Mm. Next year, I want to have 1,000. Or plus. wow, okay. You know what I mean? How many trophies? Got eighteen platinums in twenty twenty two. Everybody, eighteen platinums. I had five hundred and sixty six trophies earned. No platinums. <laughs> no platinums. I got three platinums this year. I was pretty good. I'm proud, pretty of, you. Pretty proud, I'm proud of, of you. Disappointed. Sifu, God of War twenty eighteen, and then God of War Ragnarok over the weekend. Oh. Hey, congrats! I got to get back to God of War this break, but there's a little game called The Witcher three. It's brand uh, new. I, oh, oh yeah, yeah. enjoy myself you. quite a bit in that. Let so, me you know. tell you about The Witcher three. Greg. How many? How many hours do you play so far, Barrett? I can't I wait to get back. Probably next year. five. Okay, because um, I think we're gonna have a good Witcher three discussion on yeah, PSW. and I, I've taken some time to make sure it's uh, downloaded and ready on other platforms. Maybe like my Steam Deck. So once you get the free update on Steam, yes, full cross save, baby. Oh yeah. Now here's the thing, because I've been talking about how I'm not gonna play The Witcher three unless I can transfer my save from my PS4 save to my uh, current. Is uh, that how? Uh, do we know how that works? No, and mm. I've been worried this whole time. But mm. this is what's happened to me, Barrett. Is if they do it, I'd, I'd imagine you have to boot up your original save and then upload it to a cloud and then download it from the other game, right? Because that's how they did Cyberpunk. Is yeah, you upload your save and then through the through the uh, CD Projekt Red like the account system, sure. they're pulling your game from the cloud. I realized uh, over the weekend that I played The Witcher Three through a physical disc on my uh, PS4, and I don't have the idiot. physical disc. And yeah. I went online to see if I could buy The Witcher 3, and it costs $50 for the PS4 version of The Witcher 3, because now it's just the complete edition. They don't have just the standalone, a cheap version of The Witcher 3. And so I couldn't, I don't, currently I don't have the ability to go just back and upload my scratch save. Plus. Start from scratch, bless. Start from, because again, Bear, now that's we what have I've done. Oh, yeah. yeah. I played an hour so far. Wow. I was like, you know what, man? It's been, what? We're back, baby! <laughs> it's, it's been fun. seven years. It's like, fun to I don't go remember back shit to, anyway. especially after the context that we all have gained from Witcher Netflix season one and two. Yeah. And that, like I was saying on Games Daily yesterday that uh, Alyssa has actually gotten into watching me play a Witcher 3 because she's like, oh, now I know Yennefer. Now I know who Siri sure. is and like, sure. kind of their relationships and stuff. So it'll be a fun time of like playing through, having her watch a little bit. And then when I want to like... Do dumb like side questy stuff that she might not be as into. Kick I can it down play on the deck. Sti- yeah, play on the deck. As I was listening to you guys talk. What does about that do about trophies? Though? I don't want to screw up my trophies. Ooh, you know what I mean. That's when you question. can't. You can't do that. You can't. Mm. Radic, if you're watching live in the chat, let us know. But I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not gonna fuck with that. Okay. I'm thinking. I don't. I don't mind as much. I'm thinking. I'm understandable. I'm, That's why I have 800 and some odd, and next year I'll have a thousand. Okay. Of course, we have the next couple weeks off because of Christmas break. I was thinking about possibly just submerging myself into The Witcher because I've not watched The Witcher Netflix show, and so what if? I play the game. Let while me tell you about a man Netflix named Henry show. Cavill. All right, you might know him as Superman from Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't. He uh, reloaded his arms. You know what? That one all ended up fine. I, you know what? I, ladies and gentlemen, you better give me the one. Ladies cool and gentlemen, as you know, my name's Greg Miller. 
and I am a big Superman slash DC Comics fan. Uh, when the Finks at Mission Impossible wouldn't allow Henry Cavill to shave his mustache and when, then go shoot his uh, Justice League things, I, of course, swore off Mission Impossible. I never watched it before, any of the movies before then, but this is where I was like, the franchise is dead to me. Of course, Justice League was wrong and bad for a lot of reasons, not all of which were the mustache. So I'm officially lifting the ban on Mission Impossible. I know a lot of people follow me on that. You are now allowed to go watch Mission Impossible Fallout. That's what it was? Uh, Yes. Whichever one where he reloads his arms and puts his beard on his face. You can go watch that What a a cool-ass moment in this fucking movie. What's weird about it, though, look at how small his arms look. And don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting here saying, like, I'm... It's just because he's wearing an oversized shirt. I got the Mr. Potato Head body. I'm not out here judging people's bodies. But Mm. he looks like his arms are shorter than usual there. I think the that's Superman just looks the, great as, as as Geralt. He looks great. I think that's just the shirt, though. I, what I learned I think it's from just, yeah, the way he brings it up. Yeah, uh, what I learned from Yusef Magid, right? This I know is, him. Uh, he's my my fashion guru. He's sure. the one that's taught me everything I know. Sure. And rule number one when it comes to fashion: just wear clothes that fit. If you wear an outfit that sure. fits, you're gonna look amazing no matter what. Yeah. And so fair enough. Henry Cavill, that's my tip to you. Also, Barry, Henry I did, Cavill knows. I did drop uh, uh, something in assets if you're able to pull that up. Uh, speaking of Hen- Henry Cavill in Justice League, um, but while Barrett's pulling that up, I do want to shout out the re- the rest of my. Um, I was going to Spotify rap. The rest of my PlayStation rap. Hold yeah, on, run gotta, me through it. Run me through it. Because uh, my number one game was Elden Ring at 100 hours. My number two game, Horizon Forbidden did West. Did you just screenshot this? Because at the end, I got one card to share. How'd you get this cool card? Uh, which one? Oh, the, the top five. I just screenshotted it. Yeah, okay. I just screenshotted it. Uh, my number two is Horizon. I don't have the hours, but it said 7% of my playtime was on Horizon. Uh, at number three, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Number four, God of War Ragnarok. And then number five, Dying Light 2, Stay Human. Uh, now, Barry, what's important here is the caption. This is one of my more popular tweets that I tweeted out back in like 2017. <laughs> <laughs> 2017? Yeah, this is no, uh, November 28th, 2017. Wow. Yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. Justice League 2017. It's an image of Mario without his mustache. That was photoshopped out. That's how Henry Cavill looked in that movie. It was good. It's terrible. That was very good. Yeah, that was good. The terror was terrible what they did to him in that movie. This is my beef with PlayStation wrap up. Sure. Because Got it a does... fighting game with a fan than you? Well, no, not that. I, WWE 2K22 is a fighting game. Um, wow, ladies and gentlemen. You mentioned that it is runs it in well. Evo? I could go to Evo. I, I mean, Barrett, can't get back to me on the one. Evo, you're a bunch of fucking cowards. Make a WWE category. Let me compete. Thank you. There you go. You know, we have it on our Patreon and Thermometer that we're doing our own fighting game invitational. You want to put WWE in there? I can put WWE in there. I would like that a lot. Yeah. Or are you going to compete? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. Um, my beef is that I feel like they can get deeper in their Duffy. It is, uh, it's top five games that you played. Is this how many, how many trophies you've gotten? I, I really like analytics. And I like how deep Spotify has gotten in their analytics talking about like your top five favorite artists. Also, here's your top whatever songs and also here's a playlist of your 100 most played songs sure. of the year i want playstation to get deeper in the duffy of analytics like oh, tell yeah. me my wait I, actually i don't think i even saw my favorite ca- um genre so i don't i didn't realize that was a thing um Log like, back in i'll show you yeah let me let me let me see this also i, I redeemed i got a voucher the guy they awarded me with a free avatar so that's pretty that's pretty sweet uh, what the Astrobot one? Yeah, something fighting uh, a fighting avatar. They said I don't know. I don't know what that means, but we'll see. I want to know who are my top five publishers. I want to know, like, give me give me top twenty games that I played based on playtime. Sure. You know, I want to. Here's the I thing, want though, analytics is that you and I both are well aware as the hosts or two of the hosts of let's not forget Janet, two of the hosts of PS I Love You XOXO mm-hmm. that you can't trust the stats on your PlayStation. You can't trust them. You know what I mean? Like you talked about it with Callisto. Mm-hmm. 
Your save said one thing. You estimated another thing. Your PlayStation said something completely different. So the fact, again, that this is working as well as it is right now, I don't think we need to lean harder for 20 more games because I don't know I don't know bullshit they're going to pull out. I just want I just want to know like I want to I want deep knowledge about my gaming habits because like there's so many other games I played this year that like you know shout out to Dying Light 2 shout out to Operation Aegis Rim those aren't the first games I think of when I think of my 2022 sure like where does Sifu fit in the puzzle where does King of Fighters fit 15 fit in the puzzle like where does Callisto fit in the puzzle right like there's yeah. so many, there are so many games that I'm playing that that you know aren't playtime type of games like Sifu's a seven hour game. Right, if you're me, at least. If you're maybe 15 hours, if you're Tim Gaddis. <laughs> Tim Sonos! He sucks, he's bad. Uh, I just, I just want to know more of my, 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 my gaming habits. That's why I bring up, like, the publisher thing, or, like, maybe, I don't know, my how many games by a developer. Or... I hear you, but, you know, PlayStation doesn't want you to think that way. They want you to think you play PlayStation games, and here are PlayStation games, and yeah. here are your games that you didn't play. But I, I bet you, for the most part, PlayStation Studios is going to dominate, if they did by publisher. If they gave people that stat. Hmm. Maybe. For most people. Not us. Dying Light, you know? Shout out Dying Light 2. Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, this is kind of funny. Games Daily. Today, we're going to talk about the fact that maybe, kind of, sort of, hopefully, Spider-Man 2's release date window has been leaked. Uh, the fact that we could get more Call of Duties on PlayStation Plus and so much more because this is kind of funny. Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show for free at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD with your questions, comments, concerns about the day's news. Then, of course, tune in to watch us record the show live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames or youtube.com slash kind of funny games if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday if you want to go that extra mile if you love the show and hate the ads and want to be part of every other thing kind of funny does go to patreon.com slash kind of funny on patreon.com slash kind of funny of course you can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free you can get 38 episodes of monthly bonus exclusive content including daily greg ways from me and of course you can watch us record our other podcasts live and get them out like the games cast today that's not embargo today right that embargo's up, I think. Oh, yeah, it's up. It's Gamescast up. today. <laughs> We're doing Gamescast today live. You can watch it as we record it uh, ad-free, and you get to hang out and get the post shows and, or the uh, exclusive shows I was talking about and all that jazz. However, if you have no bucks to toss away, no big deal. Maybe use our creator code, kind of funny, when you're checking out on the Epic Creator or the Epic Game Store or when you're entering your creator code in Fortnite on your PlayStation, Rumbleverse on your Xbox, wherever you can plug that code in. Housekeeping for you. It's the 12 Days of Paps, and PBR is giving away free stuff on their Instagram account all this week. It wraps up this Friday, December 16th at 1 p.m. Pacific, where Blessing, Eddie Oye Jr., and Paps Blue Ribbon are going live together on Instagram and giving away some amazing stuff during a game of Paps Drinko to people in the live chat. It includes, you could win, a custom arcade cabinet, the PBR arcade, a vintage jukebox hacked to dispense PBR cans, a, free, a year of free PBR, and more PBR stuff. It's all on at Paps Blue Ribbon on Instagram going live with at Kind of Funny Vids on Friday with the grand prizes. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Delaney Twining, One Up Pest Control, Gwinnett, uh, Brian Cheney, Alex Greedle, Jason L., Mick at the Nano uh, Biologist, Abramson. I don't know why I got hung up, but we talk about nanobiologists every day, but I was like, at the Nano, and I left a pause there like an idiot. So a lot of syllables. A lot of syllables Mick in there. It's something the about like. Nanobiologist Abramson. Like, nanobiologist is nanobiologist. Yes. Uh, Mick or nanosecond gaming. We know, you know we love you, Mick. It's time to let go of being Mick. You're a nanobiologist. That's it. 
And if you're not, I would say nanobiologist, a.k.a. Mick Abramson. Putting it in the middle, Greg at Game Over Greggy Miller. Greg Miller at Game Over Greg. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's people who can get away with it. Are we allowed to move that ourselves, or is this part of the Patreon contract? I am guilting him to move it right now. What we are doing is trying to guilt nanobiologists into putting it somewhere else. You know what I mean? And just give up the just give it up. When's the last time anybody in chat called Nano Mick? You know? I feel that. It's like when I'm watching a mankind match before the whole thing really popped off. I'm I'm not calling him Mick. Mick. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, you know what I mean? Mankind dude love Cactus Jack. That's what's up. If I don't call him nanobiologist, I just call him nano. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're right there with me. Yeah, we know who you are. Travis Cactic Jack. Uh Scott. <laughs> oh, the wheels are off today. Four more days. When of I tell work you that I, I stayed up uh, past midnight playing Final Fantasy Crisis Core for this game's cast. Yeah, yeah. How'd that go? It was great. It was, okay. I, yeah, I, 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 it was one of those things where I didn't have to play it. Like Tim hit me up and he was like, "Hey, this is what we're doing for Games Cast. If you want to finish it, you can finish it. If you don't, you don't have to." And I was like, "All right, I'm see how much I can play, and I'll come back to you later and let you know." And then by the time I looked at my camera, my camera, Jesus Christ, I looked at my <laughs> my time, my clock, and I was like, "It is 12:30 a.m. and I am still playing this game. I started this process at 6 p.m. What am I doing right now?" And so that's where I'm at right now. I appreciate that. Yeah. I don't know if you saw Jen's tweet of me. I uh, went to put Benjamin to bed after giving him a bath. Came home, right through the door, picked up the kid, right into the bath, then into the room, get the diaper on him, get him in the snooze thing, give him his bottle, and then I wanted to make sure I got him to sleep. Because the fa- past few nights, it's been one of those where I give him the bottle, then I put him down, and then I leave the room, and Jen comes in, not um, like super fast, but comes in faster than I would go in there to check on him, and then she's doing the Lord's work of putting him down. So I was like, I will stick this out. I will make sure this kid goes to sleep. And he ended up putting me to sleep as well. And so I just, mm. I fell asleep at like 7.15 and woke up at like 8.30. And I thought I was in a different dimension. Jesus. Like I was like, what is going on? You know, it's I put like, the oh, baby away. What year is it? What is going on? Yeah. I want to play The Witcher. Uh, today, we're brought to you by the Fixture S2, MeUndies, Policy Genius, and Shopify. But we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Ladies and gentlemen, I will tell you right now, don't worry, you're not living Groundhog Day, but we are going to start this episode like yesterday's episode to talk about Marvel's Spider-Man 2 because it could be targeting a fall 2023 release date. Uh, This is, uh, I don't want to screw this one up. Alessio Palumbo at WCCF Tech. Uh, Marvel's Spider-Man 2 is reportedly targeting a fall 2023 release window, according to one of Insomniac's writers who claimed as much on our website. The webpage has since been amended into a generic 2023, but not before someone took a picture. Of course, uh, Barrett, there's a visual aid there if you want to click on it. Uh, the game, originally announced in September 2021, was reconfirmed last month to still be slated uh, for next year despite the lack of new info or footage. Between the PlayStation Store page going live and this new hint at a launch window, though, it seems like we might be about to get some official Sp- Marvel Spider-Man 2 news. Fans have been speculating that something new could be shared alongside the new trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, scheduled to be published later today. But I think it's already out. This is an old article. Uh, We'll see in a few hours if that's really the case. Blessing. Greg. There is a great movie called... Into the Spider-Verse. The American President, starring Michael Douglas. Okay. All right? In it, he falls in love uh, with a... uh, What do you call it? A lobbyist, right? And it's this whole brouhaha. And then you got... uh, 
this guy, uh, Richard Dreyfus, is running against him, and he's like the shitty Republican guy, and he's being all mean and blah blah blah. And Michael J. Fox is the president. Or Michael uh, Michael J. Fox is the president's aide. Michael Douglas is the aide, right? And at some point, you know. Michael Douglas is like not listening to the aide. He's not going to say anything. They're begging him to say something. He won't say something. And Michael Doug- or Michael J. Fox has this great speech. Shut the fuck up. Michael J. Fox has this great speech where he's like, the people are desperate for information or a leader or whatever. And when they're this desperate, they'll crawl through the sa- they'll crawl through the desert and they'll drink the sand, hoping it's water. And wow. that is where we are at with Spider-Man wow. Two. No matter what wow. the fuck is going on, That's no matter how analogy. small the crumb is right now, people are desperate for Spider-Man Two news. That was wow. a roller coaster. That was, I was a, really that was lost. Welcome and to I, the Greg Miller podcast. I, everybody. I forgot <laughs> what the news story was for a second. Yeah, I was going to tell you about Michael J. Fox, a great American actor. I was going to ask: Is there a watch named Michael J. Fox? Is that why there's? No, you know how you don't, uh, you don't know actually. You, I'm an Android boy for life. You, I got I got Bigsby. <laughs> I got Bigsby in my, in my pocket. Is that what they call it? Um, yeah. Yeah, for Samsung Galaxy, whatever it's called, Bigsby. Nobody watch ever... right now. You don't wear a smartwatch. You usually wear. No, an... I just wear an analog watch. Yeah, I'm old school, Greg. Yeah, but it, man, it looks good on you. You know your Thank style you. is so good. I appreciate it. Uh, is this nugget a nugget worth looking at, though, in terms of this being a writer from Insomniac, her having it on her on her website, sure. right? Like obviously not on purpose, or like maybe she just wasn't thinking about it, or whatever the thing it may be, right? Is that a thing worth considering? Yeah, I mean. It's worth considering. Is it like, were you expecting Spider-Man in In April, May, maybe somewhere in there? I mean, yes and no. Uh, No and yes. I I think (laughs) (laughs) yes and no. You know what? Let me amend that. No, no, no and yes. No in the fact that like, if you had asked me to predict, I would have been like, okay, probably fall. I could see fall, but I could also see spring. Right? Like right now, for PlayStation First Party, we're at a place where not much is announced. Like, Spider-Man 2 is, what, the only PlayStation first-party game announced for 2023 that is slated for 2023? We know we're getting Horizon DLC uh, in February. We know we're getting PlayStation exclusives in the way of uh, Final Fantasy 16 and other and, um, other games announced, right, Forspoken, et cetera. Yeah, Forspoken. But, and this, honestly, this is, this is the question that this new story has brought up for me, is, is PlayStation's first-party slate, right, the PlayStation Studios games that are coming out in 2023, is it going to be light this year? Is this going to be the lightest year for PlayStation Studios that we've had mm-hmm. in a very long time? Is it just going to be Spider-Man 2? Because Spider-Man that's... 2 coming in the fall makes me think that we're not going to get much else. Here's something I think that's interesting to the conversation we're having. Not at all that this isn't newsworthy, and I don't think I think some people would read into it a different way. On the PlayStation wrap-up, that's right, we're back to it. We're tying into the news story, so it wasn't a waste of your time. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh, at the very bottom, it says, more to come, 2023 and beyond, right? The games yeah. it's advertising here are, there's a number of different things, but I'll start with PlayStation Stars, Forspoken, Resident Evil 4, Hogwarts Legacy, uh, Street Fighter 6, Jedi Survivor, Final Fantasy 7 Re- Rebirth, period. Those are the games they list. Mm. And I think that's so interesting in a way that they aren't putting Spider-Man there. Not because I don't think Spider-Man is going to come in 2023. Lock it, put it away, bet Ted Price's Maserati on it. Spider-Man 2 is coming next year. However, I think the fact that it's not here and the fact they pulled down that page that went up live early for wish listing again, not pre-ordering, wish listing. What? No, I, I, oh, wait, I, you have it. Yeah, well, how'd you get it? This is from Cameron Kennedy's screenshot because Cameron Kennedy tweeted out earlier today. Oh, this is probably why that Spider-Man page is, is up on the store, which I thought was an astute observation. But yeah, Spider-Man Two for Cameron was up there. But yeah, as I'm looking at it right now, Spider-Man Two is not up there anymore. 
I don't know if that was a they took it down thing Same or if thing. that's just a different. And I think right now, ladies and gentlemen, all right, well, J- James Ocelot in the chat says, Spider-Man was there for mine. Nate says it was there. Nate and James, here's what I want to do. Pull your fingers off the fucking Cheetos and go right now and check your goddamn page <laughs> and tell me if Spider-Man's there. You could be making the news right now. You could be making the news, James. But I would have put it all together, right, of like, Spider-Man is a game and a beat unto itself. Yes. And, and they, even though they've said 2023 and they believe in 2023, they want to make a big deal about it being 2023. Formal sarcasm. Oh, my God. It's gone now. Thank you, Formal, for doing the work James should See, I feel like that's actually more interesting is the fact that it was there and they've taken it down. Christian Henson says what is going still on? there. I don't believe it. Connor C. says it's not on mine now. Uh, formal sarcasm says it was there. It was there before this morning, I swear. All right, it seems like it's there for some, not there for some other people. Okay. But again, maybe those people are lying, you know, because that would make my argument here a little bit more interesting. Yeah. It's, well, I was actually going to go the same way, right? I was going to point to this, the, the PlayStation wrap-up uh, when I thought Spider-Man 2 was there for everybody and the fact that that is the one PlayStation Studios game that, that they are advertising for next year, right? And of course, like, if that is the only PlayStation Studios game for next year, it's not the end of the world for PlayStation. They oh, but do, it won't be. Yeah, of course. Like, there's still PlayStation. They still have all these other games that are coming out, both third-party and then stuff that is exclusive, right? Like, Think of all your PlayStation rewards. I need to check in, too, because I... Yeah, if you think about what's going on with the stars. What's going on with the stars? But think about, you know, Gap Forspoken, which I played the demo. Did you play the demo? I... Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. It is not a good demo. Really? Is, yeah, I did not enjoy that I demo. I downloaded it and then got to the thing, and I looked at the clock. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. I'll get to this I, I need I you to play the- that demo before PS to love you, because I think okay. we, we might have to have a conversation about that demo, because I've never been so unsold by a game Ooh, based on no. playing a demo. I think the dialogue is terrible uh, in that game. And then also the combat just feels kind of, it feels janky. It doesn't feel fun. Like, I think there's a, uh, audio mixing is weird. For the voice acting versus like the environmental sounds and like the soundtrack, like I feel like there's a lot of work left to be done. The one thing I do like in that game is how the how the foliage looks. Oh, I, really I good, good foliage. really good greenery in that game. Some really good looking grass and plants in that game. But everything else, I, I was kind of struggling with. Everybody, I just want to warn you. Sorry if you haven't gotten into it yet. You have 18 days left to enter in for the heroic collectible Secret Agent <gasps> Clank figurine. This is celebrating 20 years of Ratchet and Clank. I'm auto registered and it says play any game. I've played. Well, I don't. So I got to open this thing, look at the thing I'm auto-registered for, and then play the game, and I'll be okay? Because I've played a lot of games mm. recently. My numbers say that, too. Also, here's another one. One day left, everybody. It's hotly sought-after T-Day merchandise. Milk? Sugar? Raise a cup to this deliciously refreshing drink. Cheers. This is the kind of shit you wish I was making up. You <laughs> wish I was doing this as I'm into the international tea collectible here. And oh, all, shit, they it, got a tea? It's a teapot. Just spin oh, fuck, I, might need, I might need to download this. I love me some tea. Wow, look I at it spin around, Greg. Why doesn't it so look cool? like a teapot at all? Is this? I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not the most worldly traveler. I, I, do the other territories have a lot of... This looks like a shoebox with a tea spout on the end of it, right? Teapot's generally round. Yeah, yeah. Is huh. that a reference? I've seen them different shapes. I don't know. Could be from a game. But yeah, it might be like the, from a specific game or something. You look thirsty, it says. Play your favorite PS4 or PS5 game. Drinking tea is optional, but don't spill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
But yeah, looking at looking at the 2023 and beyond. Man, games, we'd love right? to give you your top 20 games, <laughs> but somebody's got to be over here making the somebody's teapot make right these puns, all right? It's the fact that they they put PlayStation Stars right between Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and Forspoken as like a highlight of next year. Um, but yeah, that is the thing, right? Forspoken, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and Final Fantasy 16, or yeah, 16, are other exclusives that are coming, right? And 16 and 7 Rebirth in particular are super exciting. And also, actually, this says Beyond. I was going to say, like, is, did 7 ever get officially confirmed for next year? But it says Beyond. It, so it, it, says, it says next winter. That, uh, that When they revealed that, it was next winter. Yeah. So that, that could be any time... But all these you other know, games late are next year or early the year after. All these other games on this carousel are, are 2023, which I feel like is interesting. But I digress, right? They have games to fill in. If if the only spot if only only game next year for PlayStation Studios is Spider Man, it's fine. Who cares? But like how you're just throwing the entirety of PSVR two out the window. You're like, whatever. You know what? <laughs> if, if all if all PlayStation's got is one Spider Man, well, they're actually launching a new platform. When I tell you that PlayStation VR two is two months away, I totally forgot it was coming out. Sure. Sure. I did not even think about PSVR 2. We will see. <laughs> we'll see what the world thinks of it. Did you pre-order one yet? No, I'm not. I'm not going to pre-order one of those. <laughs> what? It's what is how much? How much is it? Barrett? like nine hundred and seventy-three dollars. Nine hundred and seventy U.S. dollars. You, got, you nailed it, plus. <laughs> how much could it be, Michael? It's just a PlayStation VR platform. <laughs> like what? Five hundred bucks? No, it's know. like five fifty or whatever. Five fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I understand. Okay, fair. Yeah, enough. Fair enough. I, I would like to play Horizon Call of the Mountain. We'll have one here for the office, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll play that way. Tra- Trash Bell says Greg pre-ordered it. I would. I'm waiting on the little uh, thing. I still haven't gotten a reservation. And I would, you know, then hopefully cancel it if, you know, we got one through PlayStation. But I want to be covered because we want to be able to talk. I mean, just, just keep it. Just, you know, put it under my desk. Under your desk? Yeah. So you could not play it? Yeah. No, just so, like, you know, the other kind of funny employees don't get jealous. And like, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, Keep it to myself. Well, it's the same way we put all the Xbox first-party exclusives under Mike's desk. <laughs> Notice how he's never standing at that desk, right? So he's always in the seated mode because he has a lot of room under there. He's just sitting there, just like, oh man, pentiment. Like, oh man, I wish I wish I could stack up more games here to lift up my desk. Yeah, yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Where are you? I I I mean the trailer for Spider-Verse is out now. Mm -hmm. We haven't watched it yet. We'll be reacting later today here. I've watched it. I have. Is it good? I mean, I don't don't, I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Is Shirtless Spider-Man in it? Shirtless Miles Morales. I'm not going to spoil anything. We haven't seen those two in a while. So yeah. We got to get a release date for this, and then those guys got to start hanging out again. Yeah, we got to call them back up. Um, I I could see, like I said earlier or yesterday on the show, right, of like, okay, maybe you're going to do the, one of the suits from the trailer. You put it in there. You have a PlayStation blog post from James Stevenson saying, hey, we're adding this in for you to replay Miles. There's a new suit based on this. Don't, and we've also launched our wish list page for mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2, which is coming in 2023. That's as far as I go with it. And even then, I'm like, do you really do that right now? It's so quiet right now in the industry. Spider-Man 2, as you see us all spinning two headlines out of the smallest grains of information out there. It's a slow week for news. You have this information for Spider-Man. Like, you're going to make an impact no matter when you do. And I think that you make such a stronger impact to come Fresh into 2023, the new year, everybody's back to work and school and get ready to go. And bam, here's the information on Spider-Man 2. Here's the information on the PlayStation Showcase that's going to yeah. talk about where PS5 is going this year, what's going on with VR, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I can see, I mean, honestly, I can see the wish list popping up just quietly. Like the the thing you guys were talking about uh, yesterday, right? Because of the fact that we're in the winter season, we're in the Christmas season. I think Cameron Kennedy pointed out that like, you know, people are about, a bunch of people are, a bunch of people are about to get PS5s for Christmas, right? If you have... 
an influx of P- of new PS5 users, and you have Spider-Man 2, which is your next big PlayStation uh, first-party title, if I'm not counting PSVR 2, uh, sitting there, right? Like, you want people to be able to wishlist that, right? You want people sure. to be able to, uh, to tee that up as like, a, oh, man, okay, this is the next thing I should be excited for. Um, but yeah, I think you wait until next year. I think we're too late into 2023 now, or 2022, uh, after the Game Awards to start promoting, advertising something that big. Like, I think maybe you have the rest of the week, but after this week, I think it's done. I think by the time you get to next week, people are off. Nobody wants to... Next week, for sure, you can't. No, and even this week, where I feel like it's just like... Game Awards is that last big thing, and then everybody kind of goes into hibernation. Exactly. And Insomniac usually shuts down for Christmas, too, don't they? I haven't seen the post this year, if they're actually still open for it. Before I do that, hard to find writes in and says, Greg, you no longer need a reservation to pre-order. And then he gives me the link to the direct thing. So I guess I got to fucking pre-order this goddamn god thing now, just in case. You know? Yeah. And like, I mean, Namaste in chat says, or do you do a surprise Christmas week reveal to get fans excited? As a reminder, PlayStation celebrates Christmas. Like, people at PlayStation at Insomniac celebrates Christmas. Nobody wants to do that. Like, nobody wants to show up at work at in December 24th to, like, put up a blog post and, you know, keep an eye on socials and do all the things that, that require a, um, a promotion that big to happen. Like, no, I think they're going to wait until January, February to get that off. Scrolling here through James Stevenson, see if he said anything about being off yet insomniac they're one of those people who like to take care of their employees you know they like to give them the time off they like to say hey go chill out i appreciate how deeply entrenched into the playstation ecosystem you are that you are like oh yeah insomniac they celebrate christmas particularly like i've seen them take off take off christmas i remember yeah last year i want to say they took like the whole month off but i think that also was you know was that too time's such a flat circle now where i can't remember if that was like a normal thing or if that was a special thing so i apologize everybody Nano, I'm sorry. Mick, if you want to tell us what that is, let me know. And You're wrong. I'd appreciate that. Oh, man. What's up? What's up? I don't want to drop $550 right now. <laughs> <laughs> is it, does it charge me immediately if well, I do you don't it? want to play Horizon Call of I want to. I want to play those games. I can, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying real hard to think of another PlayStation VR 2 title that's not Horizon Call of Mountain. That's coming out at launch. I mean, Moss again. That's, oh, yeah, you yeah, don't want to play yeah, Moss yeah, Platoon yeah. again? Uh, chapter 2 of uh, Walking Dead. You don't play Pistol Whip? Ghostbusters, well, I guess that's not a launch game, though. They haven't announced a date for it. Walking yet. Dead. And that, by the way, that wasn't me slipping. I don't know shit about the release date. If I did, I, I wouldn't tell you, but I would tell you if I fucked it up. I forget. Is Walking Dead Saints and Sinners 2 are on PSVR 1 already released? Oh, uh, no. Remember, we thought it was, but it wasn't. Okay. So chap- it's out. chapter 2 is out right now on uh, Vive. No, no, not five. Jesus Christ. Oculus. Oculus. Uh, Jesus, not Oculus Quest. Meta Quest. <laughs> yeah. I digress. Spider-Man's coming. And more than anything, just everybody be nice to Jamie Meyer. Mayor. She's the artist who put oh, this up on yeah. her thing. Oh, yeah, that sucks. And guess what? You know, it's the old adage of every day there's a main character on Twitter. She's not the main character of Twitter today because Elon Musk continues to be Elon Musk all the time. Mm. But she's the main character of video game Twitter today since we're all desperate for stuff. And I assure you... She's like, oh, God. Like, oh, shit, what did Fucking I do? God oh, damn it. I got to update the site. And that's you also, you know, a text you don't want, I'm sure, in the middle of the, the day or whatever. I'm just like, hey, I don't know if you've seen this, but this site picked up the fact that you said fall. Can you please delete that? Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah, I will. Okay. Yeah. And the, it's gone. And now, the yeah, now, out of the now we're talking about it as the number one news story on KFGD <laughs> because guess what? There's nothing else happening. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so I had to Jamie, I apologize profusely. I wish something else happened in games today. <laughs> this we had to do this it. This would have been the last news story on any other given day. Was the fact that, like, what? We got more Microsoft Xbox stuff to talk about. We do. Number two on the Roper Report, Microsoft has reportedly offered Sony, quote, 
the right to put Call of Duty on PlayStation Plus. Uh, this is Rebecca Valentine over at IGN.com. Microsoft has been making some big promises lately as it works to encourage regulators to permit its $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Among those promises was a deal offered to Sony pledging that Call of Duty would remain available on PlayStation consoles for 10 years, a deal that reportedly also includes PlayStation Plus rights. As reported by Bloomberg, the rights to sell the title via Sony's PlayStation game subscription service were promised alongside Microsoft's previously stated offer to Sony for 10 years of Call of Duty on Sony hardware if the Activision Blizzard acquisition went through. Sony has yet to accept the offer and has continued to raise concerns with the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, not Country Music Authority, you know what I mean? Mm. Or Academy, that's the big thing. Uh, and the Federal Trade Commission about the acquisition. The offer for inclusion on PlayStation Plus is especially notable due to Microsoft's growing promotion of its own subscription service, Xbox Game Pass. Microsoft has previously stated its intentions to put Call of Duty on Game Pass if the deal closes, and Sony has claimed that Game Pass significantly leads PlayStation Plus in subscription numbers. This is what you love to see, and I know it sounds like I'm making a pun. I'm not. We are in the like last three-fourths of a really heated game of Monopoly. And I know yeah. that, of course, you joke about well, the whole problem here and they're trying to break up a monopoly with Microsoft, but that's where we're at, right? Where they're trading properties right now with PlayStation. And they're like, listen, we just let this deal go through. You get 10 years of Call of Duty guaranteed. And you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. We'll, we'll, put, we'll put it on PS Plus. Like, you, let us put it on PS go Plus. Go ahead and put it on PlayStation <laughs> Plus. It's like, it's going to be interesting to see how many more of these deals and things get spun up as we tr they try to get out of this. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a monopoly person. I am a Settlers of Catan person. And this reminds me of like, Man, I'll let me give you three sheep, three sheep for this bridge, or like whatever. Like I, it, it is, it is. I, f I find it fun to like track all these, um, uh, these new stories about the the Activision uh, Blizzard deal with Microsoft uh, versus Sony, right? Because yeah. I think it clues us in so much in, into like inside baseball stuff that we would never see or hear about otherwise, and I think proves so much of what we talk about is true in terms of. How Sony looks at their their business, how Microsoft looks at uh, at their business. Um, man, I, I wonder what the details are here that we don't know in terms of is PlayStation would PlayStation need to pay Microsoft to put uh, Call of Duty on PS Plus? If so, how much? Because that seems like a really good deal. Like if I'm PlayStation, I'm 100%. like, ooh. But the problem is now you see like, oh, we got them. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've got the hook in them now. How do we want to land this thing in terms of what else can we get out of them? What else can we do? You know, Microsoft sees this going to obviously uh, the legal proceedings here in the United States about trying to get this deal as the FTC gets involved. What can, and from PlayStation's perspective, what can they get Xbox to also give up, also mm -hmm. give them? What is the other cherry to put on top of this deal that makes it more palatable for PlayStation to step out of the way and be like, all right, cool, we're okay with it? Because clearly, not that they're on the ropes by any stretch of the imagination, but. This is a fight, and how many yeah. how many I mean, how many fronts do you want to this? Fight? At this point, it seems like they're all in in terms of we are we are going to try our hardest to not let them get Activision Blizzard, right? Like we're going. It, don't worry about the deals. Don't worry about what they offer. Don't worry about any of that stuff. The goal here is to not let them have Activision Blizzard, and like, I kudos to them for like sticking to their guns, right? And like keeping their eye on the prize because if I'm Jim Ryan in this situation and, and Xbox comes to me and they're like, "Hey, we will put it on PS Plus." For ten years or however much, however much you want it, I'd be like, "Yo, that's a great deal for the audience. Like, think about think about how we can use that for, for promotion. Like, think about how how good that looks for us." Um, I'm curious to see how this ends, right? Like, you know, I, I think we we've, we've me, you, and Tim have all mentioned that like we all see this deal 
happening, yeah. right? It's about it's about what are the concessions made, what are the deals that happen, like maybe putting on PS Plus and other things that end up being the the um, the end situation for this. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm so curious to see where this ends. I guess that's where I'm at with it. Are you sick of it yet? You're curious to see it end. It's that thing where I'm like, I think it's inevitable. It's going to happen. So I'm kind of just like, all right, just get to it. Just get to yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sick of a couple things. I am sick of it popping up every single day on Games Daily. Yeah. Because it's that thing of, I feel it being that repetitive thing. It's like when loot boxes were the conversation yep, yep, yep. forever. Me and Andrea and Gary every week, every day talking yeah, about it. Yeah. Or like when Fortnite became popular. Now we're talking about Fortnite every single day. This is the new that. And it's that thing of, I don't want to ignore the headlines because the headlines are. We talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Like the headlines are interesting. And this is stuff worth talking about. And it is news um that but like that aspect of it of like it being an everyday thing i'm a little bit tired of and then also fan reactions i'm tired of uh, sure, the sure, way sure. people will take it and then spin it into console bullshit that doesn't matter uh that i get tired of and then also you know statements from jim ryan phil spencer whoever that are that feel like these petty statements but they are statements made to make this legal argument that then we all view and have to like listen to and have to like read and then receive our own ways yeah that part of it i think gets annoying as well but I am still, I do still get excited to like see what the internal business is of PlayStation, Xbox, and also to see like, you know, this, this whole scenario at work in terms of how do you combat and how do you analyze what is a monopoly versus what isn't a monopoly, sure. right? Like how much weight does Call of Duty have in video games? Turns out a lot. Like turns out Call <laughs> of Duty is very meaningful to the business of video games. And you know that, I, I think. That was doubled. Uh, that I, the idea of that was doubled down yesterday with the the new story of Call of Duty being the highest selling game of the year. Right? I know that's not that's usually not a crazy news story, but with Elden Ring selling as much as Elden Ring uh, sold, with Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet selling <clears throat> what ten million uh, in three days, right? With God of War selling as much as it, it did, uh, Call of Duty being the best selling game of the year is crazy. fucking insane. Crazy, absolutely insane. So yeah, I think it's it's. Fascinating, fascinating to see Call of Duty shake the, the, the two industry giants in this way. I think that stuff is still fun to, to read into. Okay. I agree. It's fun to read into that, and I, I hope to see in 2023 it end. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm excited, and I want it to go, but we'll see what happens there. If you're excited and you want to see where it goes, go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, of course, you go and get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free you get 38 episodes of bonus exclusive content only posted on patreon.com slash kind of funny including the next two weeks that we're off i'm still doing greg ways still doing the daily vlogs stuff's happening you'll be excited uh however for this show kind of funny games daily like i said it would get you ad free viewing and guess what you're not on patreon so here's a word from our sponsor Shout out to Fixture Gaming for sponsoring this episode. The Fixture S2 is now available. It's a sturdy accessory mount that connects the Nintendo Switch OLED model to the Pro Controller. This mount was created specifically for the Nintendo Switch OLED model. We here at Kind of Funny have been using the Fixture S1 for a very long time. It's been my go-to to play on the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. Both the S1 and S2 let you take your games anywhere while enjoying the Pro Controller's legendary precision and comfort. No longer will you suffer through Joy-Con drift. 
The thoughtful design of the Fixture S1 and S2 can be seen in the patented two-axis system with sturdy metal hinges. Both the S1 and S2 can be used in tabletop mode. If you go to FixtureGaming.com, use code KINDAFUNNY, you'll get 5% off of your order. Fixture Gaming is also running a holiday sale on Amazon this week from December 12th to 16th. Get $5 off the Fixture S1 and Fixture S2, $5 off the carrying case bundles, and $10 off the Ultra bundles featuring the Fixture S1, S2, the carrying case, and Fixture's gaming controller. So, check it out. Make sure you use promo code KINDAFUN. Shout out to MeUndies for sponsoring this episode. Who doesn't love getting new undies for the holidays? Nobody. That's who. MeUndies is your go-to spot for snuggly, soft undies, and more that all your loved ones will adore. Get merry and matching sets perfect for binge-watching or holiday your way however you like with new limited edition prints. You can try MeUndies and get 20% off your first purchase, plus free standard shipping and free returns when you go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. You know how much I love MeUndies. I literally don't leave my house unless at least my undies and socks have that super soft micromodal fabric that I talk so much about. You can spend less time gifting and more time living with the new MeUndies holiday collection. MeUndies has something for every name on your list. You can shop classic plaids for dads, holiday sweater prints for fun friends, and the softest lounge wherever all the cuddly ones in your life could need. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL, it's here for everyone. And you can get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee by going to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. We love Shopify here at Kind of Funny because we use it to run our very own kindoffunny.com slash store. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether your thing is vintage teas or recipes for ghee, start selling with Shopify. Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. And thanks to 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify and you will too. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash kfgames. Shout out to Policy Genius for sponsoring this episode. Life insurance is the type of thing you never hope you need, but the reality is mortgage payments, childcare, and other expenses don't disappear when you're gone. Policy Genius gives you a smarter way to find and buy the right coverage for you and your family. It was built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes and from top companies like AIG and Prudential in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. And Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find options that offer coverage in as little as a week that are incentivized to recommend one insurer over another so you can trust their guidance. There are no added fees and your personal info is private. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find it and buy it. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com.
Great news, everybody. PlayStation VR 2 won't charge me until it ships. So I'm going to get that pre-ordered right after this to make sure we're covered. But for now, let's move on to story number three. Sonic Frontiers has sold 2.5 million copies. Let's go. This is Anthony Wood at IGN.com. We get it, everybody. (laughs) Sonic Frontiers has sold more than 2.5 million copies since its launch on November 6th. An official tweet from Sega revealed that the 2.5 million figure, uh, which presumably takes into account units sold globally across PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, and PC platforms, the title is also available. Sega unveiled the 2023 roadmap for Sonic Frontiers earlier in November, showing that the open-world action game would receive three updates throughout the year. These will bring new challenge modes, a photo mode, a new playable character, and fresh story content to the fast-paced adventure title. Let's Wes, go. how excited are you? I'm so excited. I'm happy to see Sonic doing well. Uh, Sonic Frontiers fills me with so much joy uh, just to see the fan reaction to it, because it was one of those ones where... As I was reviewing Sonic Frontiers, yeah. it's very evident that the game is far from perfect, sure. right? A lot of pop-in, a lot of weird design decisions, uh, story is not that great. Like, I believe a, the way you talked about it in the review was a 3.5 that feels like a 5 out of 5. Yeah, a 3 out of 5 that feels like a 5 out of 5, yeah. yes. And I knew how much I personally enjoyed Sonic mm-hmm. Frontiers, but I was expecting it to be a game that people would ridicule for whatever reason. And I'm sure there's people out there that are still ridiculing it, but... There's so much positive sentiment around Sonic Frontiers sure. for a game that is a 7 out of 10, and that just fills me with joy. Not even just because it's Sonic, a lot because it's Sonic, but also because <laughs> it's a game that is fine to good, right? Not great, not amazing, fine to good, that everybody, that all the people that are playing it are like, I'm having a great time with it. Like, I'm, I love this thing. Like, And that is what it's all about for me, right? Like, sure. It's the perfect swimming in sevens that we all love in a door and i i wish we had that attitude more about video games of course yeah of course uh my question for you is something i don't know and i know you're not a trophy guy but are you planning on platinuming frontiers did you go back to it? Did you even look at it or does this not even as a game you love that much i didn't know if you're looking for things to do in it if uh i need to go back and look at the trophies because if i look back at the trophies and I am somewhat close to the platinum. I could see myself actually going for it, sure. but with the way that I played that game, there were the uh, I left that game with a lot of collectibles left to get because okay. that game is just all collectathon, right? Yeah, it is, all, it is all right. yeah, yeah, collecting items. Get everything, get all your little levels to ninety nine and all that jazz. Yeah, and so for me during the review period, I was very much all right. Let me get enough to get to the next level, and then get, get enough to beat the game, uh, and then maybe I'll double back and get more stuff there. Uh, and so as of now, I probably, probably don't have plans of platinum, platinuming it. That said, usually I'm not a DLC person. Uh, DLC doesn't usually attract me to the game back yeah. to games as much. I do want to play the Sonic DLC when that comes out because Sonic Frontiers is just a game that I jo- I enjoy playing. Right, it's a, sure. it's a game that I enjoy existing in that in that world. I like the gameplay loop, um, and I will be down to return to it for another world or another level or playing as another character if they add that stuff in. Then for sure, yeah, I'll go back in for that. Interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at the Power Picks guide. They're saying it's a two out of ten on difficulty for the platinum. Twenty to twenty five hours. So. Not outrageous. Oh, yeah. Then I must be close to the platinum. Because I played, like, well, I want to say, like, 23 hours of that, that game. Yeah. Um, and honestly. Like you said, it's all about collectibles, right? Yeah, so. it's all about collectibles. And so I, and a lot of it is mapped out on your map. Yeah. Uh, and so I could see it not being that time consuming to go back and get all the, the collectibles that I missed. And so maybe we'll see. When the DLC comes out, that'll for sure get me back to the game. And maybe that'll be the, the moment where I, I, I decide to platinum it. I realize this is the traditional Greg shit where I keep punting things. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm going to do. I've decided to do for Horizon. Because you know that I've said I want a Platinum Horizon. Just got to, the review season that never ended this year moved me away from it. The fact that that DLC is coming, right? I feel like that'll be a great job to jump back in, get myself going again, and then finish off the Platinum there. What's your? Do you have a winter break uh, gaming plan? Because I know Witcher yeah. 3 is kind of the current wave. High on life. 
just came out, and yep. I want I want to play High on Life. High on Life's not going to take you that long, though. That's like going to be something I think you can get through pretty easily and just have okay. the fun and the humor of it. My okay. break is going. It, my plan for break is Witcher Three right now, and then if I wear on that, or if I don't want to do that, work on the God of War or Ragnarok Platinum because again, that's not at the finish line, but close enough where it's just I need to you know beat X, Y, and Z. I don't want to say names, but you know the things I need to finish off and then be done with it, collectibles and stuff like mm-hmm. that's. The hard work on God of War Ragnarok's done. And then there's a bunch of stuff I still want to try for uh, review season. Or, I'm sorry, for game of the year when we come back uh, to vote in Gamescast, right? Where I've never given Sifu a real chance. So I need to do that. I have Neon White downloaded. I want to give that a shot, Hell too. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, Yeah, I want to play through Pentiment for that same reason. Right, or right, At right. least start it. Uh, bless, we still don't... Where's Sports Story, bro? Dude, I, that's what I've been asking. My, uh, where is Sports Story? It's coming know. out in December. And we're yeah, 13 they, days they, into this yeah, month. Yeah, all they've said is December. And so now what if it like drops a, on Christmas? What if they're like, this is a little Christmas gift for you? Because, yeah, I definitely I mean, want to play that nice, for Game of the Year. But, like, I, yeah, I want to play it for Game of the Year. But that's a tight turnaround there, buddy. Another one I'll throw in there. I I, I think I might I might consider going back to Hades. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. I have that downloaded as well. Because yeah. I, I fucked around with Hades originally on, uh, that, remember, this was a big deal for me, on PC. When yeah. they, when Super Giants like were launching early to early access or whatever, I remember it was the first thing I ever done. Epic Game Store got that, played a lot of it there, played a bit on Switch, and then it was that thing where the other day I was like, I downloaded it onto PS5 and like played for a second or two, but then I was like, I gotta get out of here and do whatever. But yeah. I see it staring at me too. And I, for me, it's the, it's the fact that I have a Steam Deck, which I think is gonna be sure. the perfect way for me to get sure. back into it because yeah. I got to, I believe it was the third boss. Barrett, it was the boss where you're fighting two people at the same time. One yeah, of them's like you're a fighting bolt. the dude and then like the minotaur yes. looking guy too. And yeah, that's, that's the third one. That's my least favorite, um, I guess, trope in, in game design, right? Where you're fighting a boss, but the boss is multiple different things at the same time. Like I hate fighting two people at once for a boss fight. And so that was the one that broke me where I was like, ah, I'm not going to do this. I'll come back later. And then I just never went back. Um, I think it might be time for me to go back and actually uh, beat Hades because I loved that game when I played it. And then... Seeing the trailer for Hades 2 was a reminder of, oh, yeah, that was a good game. Like, just seeing the UI and seeing the characters and seeing them running around, I was like, oh, yeah, fuah, yeah, fuck, I had yeah. such fun playing Gorgeous Hades. game, fun game. That Here's- is my least favorite boss as well, Bless, but I do like that if you fight the Minotaur before you get to that boss and you take the Minotaur's uh, health down by, like, half or whatever, and then he runs away, mm-hmm. when you get to that boss later with the two of them, the Minotaur's health will be down. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But Does I he don't show up every single time? Or? I don't think he shows up every single time okay i forget it's been a minute ladies and gentlemen we're talking about hades we're talking about you know game of the year things we need to play we talk about game of the year a lot yeah let's talk about a game that would have been game of your fucking lifetime if it came out this is number four on the roper report rockstar almost made an ecw wrestling game in 2000 this is chris sculling at vgc ladies and gentlemen i will repeat this Fucking insane headline one more time. Rockstar Games almost made an ECW game in 2000. Rockstar Games was once set to develop a wrestling game based on hardcore wrestling promotion ECW. It's been revealed. YouTube channel Hard for Games (laughs) recently posted a video showcasing an early pre-alpha prototype of a claims 2000 game ECW hardcore, hardcore revolution. The video also included an interview with wrestler Tommy Dreamer, who was one of ECW's top talents and also worked in a number of behind-the-scenes roles at the company. ECW was at the peak of its popularity at the turn of the millennium, and Dreamer revealed that before doing a deal with Acclaim in 1999 to make an ECW game, it already had an agreement in place with Rockstar to make a game with it instead. It already had an agreement 
in place with Rockstar Games, the makers of GTA, to make a game with it instead. Quote, it was an amazing time in the wrestling industry, Dreamer recalled. Video games were key to your success as a wrestling company, and we had a lot of companies bidding for the game. And I'm going to tell you an interesting fact that I've said, but I don't know if a lot of people realize this. There was a fan who worked for this company, and they were like, man, we want this ECW game to be our number two behind this other game, and it's revolutionary. It's, perfect. it's a perfect fit for ECW. And they met us. They all came to the ECW Arena show, and this one guy was such a big fan, and all this stuff was supposed to happen. They went, we just need our one game to hit, and if that game hits, you will be our next game. And we couldn't wait due to financial reasons because Acclaim had lost its license for WWE. So now they offered us money on the back end as opposed to the front end. But that other game, that if we, I'm sorry, but that other game, that if it hit, we were going to take off, that game and that franchise was Grand Theft Auto. And you think about how ECW would have fit that whole genre. And that guy was Kevin Gill who worked there. He was a big ECW fan, end quote. Kevin Gill, who was credited as part of Rockstar's production team on such titles as Smuggler's Run and Midnight Club Street Racing, told a similar story earlier this year in a relatively unnoticed interview <laughs> with, True Heat, uh, with True Heel Heat Wrestling. Quote, I actually put together a deal for Rockstar Games to do the ECW video game, Gill said in the interview. I put together a deal with ECW owner Paul Heyman. Uh, we had a series of meetings, and one weekend I rented a van and brought the whole Rockstar Games team, like a 15-passenger van, and brought everyone down to the ECW arena in Philly to see it in person, end quote. Although both Dreamer and Gill's stories suggest that Rockstar was set to make an ECW game, they both give different reasons for the deal ultimately not going through. While Dreamer claims Rockstar was waiting to see if GTA would be a success, Gill claims it was unsure of ECW's longevity. Fair. <laughs> Honestly, that last part's fair. Could you imagine, though? Could you imagine how good that would be? Like, both for, pro I mean, probably both ways, right? Like, that game probably would have been dope because Rockstar is Rockstar, and they make incredible games. And they made incredible games in the PS2 era specifically, right? You're talking about GTA, but you're also talking about what bully you're talking about the warrior you're, you're talking about manhunt you're talking about midnight club uh you're talking about <laughs> i was gonna say oni i don't think they actually developed oni but like you're no, talking no, that was that was bungie. that was bungie but i think it was published by rockstar um but you're talking about rockstar that is about to enter their their peak right like you're about rockstar that's about to that's that's about to go off right in terms of uh the games they're about to develop I'm sure that game would have been incredible, but I'm also sure that that would have yeah, worked both ways in terms of ECW getting more notoriety because you have a Rockstar game that hopefully hits, that is hopefully successful. And somewhere in the, in the, in the quote here, right, from the person on the ECW side, right, it was a Dreamer. Dreamer was talking about how, like, yeah, man, like, wrestling games are important for the wrestling industry. And you talk all the time about playing No Mercy, right? We, many yeah. people talk about playing SmackDown versus Raw or SmackDown uh, for um, uh, PlayStation, right? Yeah. Or, you know, the, the, the list goes on in terms of how many wrestling games there were and also how much I would say those games enlightened people to the actual wrestling industry, right? To WWF slash WWE. I mean, there's just not enough words or time in the world for me to talk to you about the fucking other reality where this happened yeah because i would just have lost my goddamn mind and probably at the time maybe not you know what i mean it's rockstar who i know from gta i've been playing gta on my playstation one right but they're not gta 3 gta they're not you know san andreas gta they're not vice city gta they're not that rockstar yet and so what's crazy about this is again remember what they're talking about is what dreamer was talking about is this huge shift in what wrestling video games were 
because it was that for years Acclaim made the WWF games and they made, you know, WWF Warzone, they made WWF Attitude. Meanwhile, on the WCW side is where you were getting the uh, NWO Revenge World Tour, and those were the ones you think of in terms of the N64 AKI games, right? And Ukes games. What happens is the Acclaim license ends and so does the WCW one, right? And they, they jump. So WWF goes from doing WWF Attitude with Acclaim and they jump over to make WrestleMania 2000 on the N64 with Ukes and AKI, right? <laughs> Meanwhile, Acclaim then was out in the wind of like, shit, we have this wrestling engine. We know how to make wrestling games. Who are we going to go with? And they went with ECW. I think, you know, like, I think there's truth in both, both parties. Where Dreamer definitely, an ECW at the time, which does go bankrupt and does eventually get bought by WWF or E, you know what I mean? Yeah. It becomes this whole thing. And Paul Heyman works there now, obviously. The advocate. Um, that is definitely true that they fucking needed money. That was well known. And it's one, you know, Vince McMahon was back channeling money to them, trying to keep them alive to help fight WCW and yada, yada, yada. But it's also definitely true, I would imagine, from Rockstar's side of like, is this company going to be here? Yeah. Like, keep in mind, like, we know from the internet now and rights management, right? And like, Hey, cool. If you're going to play a song here, you're going to get claimed and you're going to do this, or you have to license the music. Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, ECW did not do that. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman was like, Sandman comes out to enter Sandman by Metallica. And people in the interviews now are like, How'd you get rights for that? He's like, I fucking did it. I just, I just had him enter to it. And then eventually you had to deal with all that legal shit. You know what I mean? Like, they were a company flying by the seat of their pants, not paying people sometimes, paying people when they could, doing all these different things. It was run out of Paul Heyman's, you know, house. So it was like, it was like, they were the underdogs. They were trying to make something work. They were, a kind of funny in the spare bedroom, right? Yeah. And so just the idea of this other universe where fucking Rockstar makes a wrestling game? Fuck, yeah, come on, let's yeah. go. I that, probably, that would have been a banger. Like, yeah, playing, I hope so. I'm a big uh, fan of the Warriors on PS2. Yeah. It's one of my probably one of my favorite PS2 games, and it's one that it gets t- talked about by fans of it, but it is still kind of a cult classic because it was kind of obscure. Um, but that game had a great fighting system. It was one of the best beat-em-ups I've ever played. Um, and the fighting system was great. There was a grappling system in there. Like, you know, you're fighting people on the ground. You're fighting people standing up. There are weapons that I would I, I would say could be ECW-esque, right? Like, I can see a lot of those systems. And, then, of course, this game came out in, like, 2005, 2006, I want to say. Um, maybe 2004. But it came out later on, right? Not around the time that they were working on this. But I wonder both if some of those potential ecw systems fed into that game uh and also the other way around of like man if they if rockstar ended up making that ecw game and used a lot of those fighting systems from the warriors oh man i feel like that would have been a great one speaking of rockstar number five on the rupper report gta online's next story update los santos drug wars is available now ryan dinsdale at ign writes gta online's los santos drug war expansion is now available bringing with it new story content cars and more the update Available on PlayStation 4 and 5, all the Xboxes, PC, as six main missions to GTA Online, which act as the opening chapter of a new story arc. Um, with the incredibly with the incredibly Grand Theft Auto goal of setting up an acid lab in the back of what's essentially an armored RV, players meet with Dax and his group of hard-parting nonconformists called Fooligans. The group is looking to dominate the Blaine County drug trade, and it's the player's job to get them there. Participating in these new missions will earn players double currency and RP rewards until December 22nd. The Los Santos Drug War update brings five new vehicles to GTA Online. Hundreds of clothing items have also been added, and developer Rockstar has made various quality of life improvements, including increased payouts in smugglers' cell missions, launching business cell missions, and the ability on I'm sorry, the ability to take on Agatha's casino story mission solo and more. Plus, is it going to bring you back? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I, For me, the big thing with GTA 5 that I was looking forward to was GTA 5 for current gen, the PS5 version of the game. And I was hoping that that would iron out a lot of the 
archaic issues that GTA 5 has had since it was a game that came out 20, in 2013, right? And it's still working off of um, an online infrastructure that was released in 2013. I was hoping that the next-gen version would, would um, help iron out a lot of that stuff, like load times, matchmaking, making the game easier to play with friends, etc. And it didn't do enough. It did a little bit, but it didn't do nearly enough for me to feel like inviting friends, like, in, like getting you or Snow like Mike and Kevin and other people into it, right? It was still kind of a hassle to play it when it mm -hmm. came to next-gen. And for me, I think I finally hit the point with GTA Online where I'm like, I'm 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 joining the the voice of the internet masses that are like, where is GTA Six? Give yeah, me GTA Six. Yeah, you've done enough. Here. Yeah, I finally crossed that bridge, and I'm like, all right, I'm just ready for GTA Six. If they uh, this update sounds cool, um, the one that we got a year ago with Dr. Dre is still like, that that was so fun and so cool. And I if it was something like that, maybe I'll give it a couple of days. Maybe I'll yeah, play yeah, through yeah. those those story missions. But you know, they they ain't got Dre here, and so they forgot about Dre. So they forgot about Dre. Number six and final on the Roper Report, ladies and gentlemen, Hogwarts Legacy Switch and last-gen versions have been delayed. This is our friend Jordan Midler at VGC. Hogwarts Legacy will launch in July on Nintendo Switch in April for last-gen consoles, Warner Games has announced. In a tweet from the Hogwarts Legacy account, it said the team was, quote, looking forward to bringing you the game and we want to deliver the best possible game experience across all platforms. Hogwarts Legacy will, will release on April 4th, 2023 for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and on July 25th, 2023 for Nintendo Switch. The PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, and PC versions of the game will be released February 10th as planned in 2023. Just cancel. Just cancel these old versions. No, oh, don't do that. Come don't on. do that. No, this, this is a good, a good amount of sales you're going to get on those previous yeah, Is it going to run well? We cyberpunking it? What are we doing? It'll run fine. Mm -hmm. It'll run fine. Mm -hmm. Even though that game does look graphically intense. How is this shit going to look on Switch? <laughs> oh, no. You know what I mean? That's oh, the question. It's, it's the Switch the is going to be on fire. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, maybe the Switch version. They delete that to July. Yeah, they're going to need that time probably to get to, to get that going. But yeah, the pre this is this doesn't happen that often, I feel like, the for the, what, Xbox One and PS4 versions of a game to get delayed past the, the current No, current no, versions. no, yeah. That's, that's more rare. I wonder what, I wonder what that is. Probably because, again, it just looks like shit and doesn't run well. Mm. Mm. Too late, I guess, but yeah, come on. Don't worry about it. Just get it out. I didn't realize it was coming out to Switch. Yeah, That's I don't wild. think most of us did. I don't think most of us <laughs> I, did. I remember it because <laughs> I remember one of, those, one of those big uh, showcases, it's, or, or somewhere it showed, like, coming to everything, and it was like, how is that going to run on, these old, on this old hardware? Like, Listen, what are we doing here? I've seen those trailers. That game, graphically, looks immaculate. I'm so curious to see how that Switch version looks. 100%. I am, yeah. We're, we're, we'll curious see. is well-blessed, but that's so far away. It is. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? You would go toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, Crisis Score Final Fantasy VII Reunion on all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, Switch, and PC. Uh, Gris, Grease, Grease is coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S now. Uh, High on Life is on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. Remember, it is on Game Pass, which isn't a platform, but when I don't mention it, people bite my fucking face off. And we'll be playing it after this uh, Games Daily, I believe. Oh, are we? I believe so. Nice. Neon White is on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. Uh, Master of Magic is on PC. Infinite Guitars is on Xbox One, PC, and Switch. And then Potion Craft is on Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and the PC. 
Another platform for me to put another 60 hours into Neon White. Let's go. Get to the top of those leaderboards, Barrett. Uh, new dates for you. Another Eden crosses over with Tales of Arise and Symphonia starting on December 20th. Deals of the day for you. 12 minutes is now on Netflix games if you have Netflix. And then, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Oh, I guess, hold on. Rube, we have a reader mail. Slash squad up requests. Uh, Ruben Guerrero. AKA the penultimate conquest writes in and says, Hey, Greg and bless not a question, but was hoping for a birthday shout out for me today. If possible, can Greg do his angry Greg voice? Thank you for all you do. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Ruben, you know, God damn well, we don't do birthday shout outs. And so every other motherfucker watching right now, don't even think about writing in. I don't want to see on kindoffunny.com slash KFGD asking for a motherfucking birthday shout out. We don't do those here, Ruben. Hey, birthday, Ruben. Don't do it again. Everybody gets one. One got through. All right. I don't want to see it from you. I feel like we had another one let go through the uh, a couple of weeks ago. Not specifically a birthday one, but, uh, you know, the kids abusing their power. You give them an inch, they take a mile, Barrett, you know? Exactly. Uh, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames or youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later. Uh, OMGLX says, I asked Greg multiple times where he got that bomb-ass jacket for the Game Awards, but no answer yet. I haven't seen those yet, uh, OMGLX, because I'm so popular, but I got it at Macy's. It's available at Macy's right now in the holiday collection. Go get it. Um, Linky Dragoon said, Bless said uh, Horizon Forbidden West DLC was coming in February. He's thinking of Horizon Call of the Mountain. Forbidden West is actually coming as DLC. Uh, I'm sorry, the Forbidden West DLC is actually coming in April. Good point. Good, good, good one there. Very good one. Um, you believe that it's called what? Burning Shores? Yeah. We got so close on our predictions to guessing that name. Very close. I forget what we said. I think we said like Burning Sands or some shit. Uh, Nano wrote in and said, All I can find about a studio, all I can find about a game studio taking off was Japanese studio Pocket Pair giving their employees two days off for Elden Ring. I'm on the road for work, so I'm not at my normal Yorong battle station. I assure you, at least once, Insomniac took the month of December off. I forget when it was, though. Uh, Foxy C says, Yuke's developed the SmackDown franchise for PlayStation, while AKI developed the N64 games. Uh, THQ published both. You are correct, Foxy C. What I got hung up on there was the fact that Yuke's and AKI, uh, the Yuke's and the AKI leftover people are now working on AEW Fight Forever and making it look like it. But you are correct, and I did speak out of turn when I said that. AKI did the N64 ones. Uh, Yuke's did SmackDown. And then eventually evolved that into the 2K stuff. Uh, Kebab says it's also Steve Saylor and Imran Khan's birthday today, but don't shout them out. We're not shouting them out, and we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that at all. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, tomorrow, your hosts are me. And Justin Roiland, that's right. Oh, jeez. From Rick and Morty. Jeez, Rick. <laughs> oh, Jiminy Jillikers. No, that's not one of his things. I'll figure it out. I'll watch one of his shows. And tell oh, jeez. Uh, Thursday, it's going to be Blessing and Tim. Friday, it's Tim and Blessing. If you are watching this live right now, yes, High on Life is about to pop off with Mike and Roger playing over on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Uh, and, of course, Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. If you are listening or watching later, don't worry about it. You can catch it on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games whenever you want to. Just click on the videos and then click on the old live things, and there they are. Bam, boom, ba -doo -ba -doo. You got it. Scatting a little bit there. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little scat. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week down a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, please be part of the show. Write in at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. Support us on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Subscribe on Twitch. Subscribe on YouTube. What, tell your friends. Leave podcast reviews. Take care of us. Of course, if you're on Epic Game Store, use the creator code kindoffunny. If you're on Fortnite or Rumbleverse, wherever you're playing those, 
tossing kind of funny. If you're checking out on Target, it's got a promo code field popping kind of funny. I don't think it does anything, but it could. It can't hurt. It can't hurt. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.